Sean. It's your good friend, Wendy, and you're listening to the Reaching Out with Reach podcast. This is the show that brings you discussions and topics surrounding our community, prevention, and recovery. Today, we have our very own prevention specialist, Alyssa Duran, here to talk with us today. Welcome, Alyssa. Happy October, everyone. I hope everyone had a great September. Considering September was Suicide Awareness and Prevention Month, I wanted to bring awareness to this topic and share some information that can help save lives. Suicide is one of the leading causes of death in the United States, with 48,000 deaths by suicide in 2021. The numbers of people who thought about suicide, planned a suicide attempt, and made a suicide attempt were even higher. This is why it's so important to address this topic and learn tips for suicide prevention. The goal for suicide prevention is to reduce factors that increase risk and increase factors that promote resilience. So let's start off by talking about the risk factors. Being knowledgeable about this can help identify who might be at risk. And it's important to remember, typically suicide is not caused by a single circumstance or event, but a range of factors combined. A few of the risk factors, but not all, um, include a history of depression or other mental illness, serious illness such as chronic pain, substance use, current or prior history of adverse childhood experience, bullying, family history of suicide, social isolation, and a lot more. Um, I definitely recommend um, looking up some of these risk factors. You can find information about it on the CDC's website. Um, Pain isn't always obvious, though. So a lot of people who are suicidal... um, show signs that um, they're thinking about suicide. And since pain isn't obvious, we need to learn these signs so that we can um, recognize them and reach out if it is needed. These signs might show up in conversations, actions, and even social media posts. Some of the signs that we typically see are um, talking about wanting to die or talking about suicide talking about a feeling of hopelessness or desperation or feeling trapped, maybe talking about being a burden, Um, sudden changes in mood, changes in sleep, behavior, withdrawing from friends or family. Um, Another sign is giving possessions away or putting affairs in order. And then you will also typically see some sort of reckless behavior, like increased alcohol or drug use, um, or seeking methods of self-harm. So if you recognize any of these signs, it's important to bring up the topic and start a conversation. Unfortunately, there continues to be a stigma around suicide and people sometimes feel uncomfortable bringing up this topic or feel that bringing it up uh, will put the idea in someone's head. This is not true at all. Starting a, a conversation can save someone's life. So let's talk about some ways that we can bring up this conversation, what we can say, and how we can help. Before the conversation, it's important to be prepared. Plan what you'll say and have your resources ready. Um, Also mention the signs that prompted you to ask about suicide. So this lets them know that you're not asking out of the blue, and it makes them hard to deny that something is wrong. Ask directly about suicide. Use the word suicide. Don't avoid it. Don't beat around the bush. It's important to bring it up directly. Um, And ask a direct question, such as, are you thinking about ending your life? 
If the answer to that is yes, do not leave them alone. Make sure you call 911 or call or text the suicide hotline 988. During the conversation, make sure that you listen. Listen to what they have to say and validate their feelings. Express your concern and let them know that you care and that you're asking because you care. Let them know that you take them seriously, that you're genuinely concerned about them, and are willing to go a long way in your effort to support them. Now, after the conversation, if it is confirmed that they are thinking about suicide, you can create a safety plan with them. Ask them if they have any if they have access to any lethal means, things like weapons, medication, um, and remove them from their vicinity. You might need the help of another friend, a family member, or law enforcement uh, for this, but make sure that the lethal means is removed from uh, anywhere they can reach it. Um, also, ask what would keep them safe until they met with a professional. Ask if they have someone to call or if they have resources that they can reach out to um, when they're thinking about suicide. Ask the person if they'll refrain from using alcohol or drugs. This is important because someone who is demonstrating reckless behavior um, or not caring about their life anymore um, can go really overboard with that and end up hurting themselves as well. You also need to provide resources that they can use um, and help them get help. A great resource is the suicide hotline that I mentioned earlier. That's 988. Um, Finding access to um, a counselor or a therapist um, and helping them find the help that they need. Now, the things that um, some people might feel um, an instinct to say during these conversations are not the right thing to say. So let's talk about some of the things that you shouldn't say. Um, don't ask them if they are thinking about suicide in a way that indicates you want no for an answer. So an example of this would be saying, you're not thinking about suicide, are you? That question um, indicates that no would be the correct answer. We want to ask it in an open-ended way. Uh, make sure that you don't shout at them in frustration or anger. Even though you may be feeling those things because you care about this person, it's important that you don't um, shout or uh, make them feel any, any type of guilt. Also, don't promise secrecy. Instead, you can say something like, I care about you too much to keep this a secret and I want to make sure you are safe. Their safety is ultimately more important than them being upset with you about not keeping a secret. Make sure that you don't belittle or invalidate their feelings. Um, some examples of this is saying that it's not that bad or just get over it or stay positive or giving examples of how other people have it worse. And then lastly, make sure you don't say, I know how you feel. Um, everyone experiences life and feelings differently, so it's very likely that you don't know how they feel, um, and it's important that you validate that their feelings are their feelings so that we um, make sure that they um, feel validated and get the help that they need. Now let's talk about some factors that reduce the risk of suicide. Um, these are protective factors. They come in a lot of different forms. There are individual factors, relationship factors, community factors, 
and societal factors. Some of the individual factors are effective coping and problem skills, reasons for living, things like family, friends, pets, and a sense of strong cultural identity. Some of the relationship factors are support from people they have relationships, partners, friends, or family, um, and feeling a connection to other people. Some of the community protective factors are things like feeling connected to school, community, and other social institutions. So being involved in things in the community. Also, availability of consistent and high quality physical and behavioral health care. The societal factors are reduced access to lethal means of suicide among people at risk. So if a person is at risk, reduced access to lethal means is something that can protect that person. More information about risk and protective factors, as well as signs you can look for and how to start a conversation, is available on the CDC's website. It is cdc.gov suicide. Um, a lot of the information that I've shared also came from the website suicideispreventable.org. Both of these are great resources to look at, to know what to look for, and how to talk to someone who might be considering suicide. I encourage all of you to learn the signs, learn the risk and protective factors, and just be aware of the people around you and people that you love um, so that we can make sure that we keep people that we love safe. Thank you all for listening. I hope everyone has a great October and a happy Halloween. Thanks, Alyssa. That was really great and important information. Well, that about wraps up our episode. As always, if you're wondering how you can help, you can join our coalition meetings. You can also support our youth and family programs with a tax-deductible donation or food gift cards. And if you have any questions, you can email us at info at reachcouncil.org. That's I-N-F-O at R-E-A-C-H-C-O-U-N-C-I-L dot org. Or you can follow us at Reach Council on Facebook or Instagram. Thanks for listening to our show. Stay tuned for ongoing monthly podcasts from our REACH teams on all things prevention and recovery. So remember, life is full of choices, so choose happy and choose healthy. Bye.